Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Classroom to Community podcast. Uh, I'm Jeremiah Nicholson. I'm the manager of content creation here at LCMC. And today we're talking with Ruth, who I'll let introduce herself. Hello, everyone. I'm Ruth Seidenspinner, and I'm an ESL instructor and the assistant director of training and curriculum development here at LCMC. Perfect. And today we're going to talk with Ruth here about goals, goals in general, and goals in and out of the classroom, goal setting, and, and why it's important, and potential downfalls of that. Um, so to start off, I hopefully a, a softball. Um, Ruth, why do you think setting goals is important in the context of in the classroom working with students? Um, I like to think of goals as like a roadmap. And if you go on a trip without a roadmap, it can be really fun, but you might not end up where you intended to end up. You might end up in some completely different destination. Um, so I think having goals is super important, both for the instructors and for the students. And here at LCMC, our students are required, actually, to choose a goal track. Um, the two main goal tracks are educational and economic. And then within those goal tracks, obviously, everyone has their own personal goals or life goals that they want to achieve. Um, but everyone picks a goal, and I think it's important as well for the instructor to have a goal for the class and for the students and to work their goals into your plans as well. Okay. I think it's really cool that you described the goals as like a roadmap because in my time I've met a lot of people who have a certain mindset, and I think we can all fall into this sometime, where if you fail to meet a goal, it's catastrophic, right? And it, it kind of sets off a series of events. Um, uh, but before we get to that, I'll, I'll bring up that a little bit later. But can you tell us about a memorable time that you or a student really successfully used goal-setting strategies in the classroom, something that really stands out? Um, yeah, actually, in the last class that just finished that I taught, it was a uh, workforce group where I taught a group of employees from the same employer, and just to kind of set the so so listeners understand it was a small class, a small group of students who all work for Parks and Planning, and they had very high conversational language skills, but their writing skills needed some work, and many of them had at least one goal. One of their goals was to be able to present a concise, effective presentation, both orally and in writing. Um, so we did work on both of those. But the goal for me was to get these students to be able to develop in the course of a very short class, it was only four weeks long, um, a five-paragraph essay that they could present to the class. And in terms of goal setting, to tie it into goal setting, the goal or the destination on that map was for them all to have this five-paragraph essay, but many of them had never written an essay before. Um, and some of them had trouble even writing sentences. So to go from that to a five-paragraph essay was a big, a big goal. Um, but what I did was to have the destination or the goal be this final essay that they could present. And then the steps along the way or the stops along the way, to stick with that map analogy, were I taught them 
uh, outlining methods, different outlining methods, and paragraph structure and sentence structure, and then step by step, we worked our way from some outlines, very, very basic outlines, to the point where all of them had a beautiful essay at the end. Um, but each of them took their own path to get to that destination. They used some of the methods that I taught them, but they they all had the final destination, that essay, and they did a great presentation. But they were all very different in their own ways. And, um, so they took their own route to get to that destination, but they all got there. That's great to hear. And that's something I can really identify with because often when I'm writing anything, I'll, I'll find myself really stuck looking at a, a blank page and outlining just getting anything down on the page. Um, any word, any thought really helps me because then, the, you know, whenever I come back to it next, I have something to work with, um, stops along the way, as it were. Um, but that's really awesome. And uh, my next question is about goals outside the classroom. And you, sometimes in the classroom, it can be a little easier because usually if you're in a classroom or a class, you have a fairly set um objective in general, right? You know, you're there to learn English, you're there to learn math, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but when you take that into life outside the classroom, right, um, sometimes your goals can be a lot more vague or you don't have somebody else to really define those goals for you. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the answer is going to be yes, but do you think these goal-setting strategies could also be used outside the classroom? Absolutely, absolutely. I think we'd have a lot more people... Well, I should say we have a lot of people who have goals with regards to finance, their family finances, their um, education, their health, their weight, um, everything, really. Um, and if they didn't have those goals in mind, then their day-to-day -day process and things that they did would just be random. Um if someone has a goal to lose 30 pounds, you can't just you can't just go about your plan, your daily life and not think about that goal or you may never reach it. It, it helps to guide you. Yeah. It helps to keep your your focus on the end the end result, not to say that you can't do other things along the way. Those are great and they're necessary experiences, but if you don't have your mind at some point now and then check back in on that goal, on the end goal, you may never get there. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's something about LCMC that in my year of being here, um, I really like to see is a lot of our students come to us with, you know, obviously educational goals in mind, right? Mm -hmm. But also um, a lot of lifestyle goals. And in my experience, They've been pretty open about sharing them, and to the degree that we're able to, um, LCMC has been really good about fulfilling them, right? You know, um, we started as, as an English language organization many, many years ago, mm -hmm. um, but now we're branching out and we have, you know, financial wellness programs, um, to name a few. Resume writing, community coach, uh, digital literacy, computer skills, entrepreneurship, citizenship. I mean, all of those start with the idea in a student's head of, I want to become a U.S. citizen. I want to start my own business. 
uh, I want to get a college degree. I want to get a better job, so I need a resume. If you know that's their goal, and so then we, like you've said, we've branched out into all of these extra offerings that can help the students in not just English skills and improving their English skills, but in reaching those life goals. Exactly, exactly. And on that note, um, do you think you could tell me about a memorable time that you or a student successfully, or maybe not so successfully, um, used goal-setting strategies outside the classroom? <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the unsuccessful one, sure, only sure. because it makes an interesting story. And also, I always tell my students that we learn as much, or sometimes more, from our mistakes than we do from our successes. So I'm going to go with an unsuccessful thing. And I thought of it a moment ago when you mentioned about checking in. Uh, Out in the world, there's not a lot of people that you can check in with Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, okay, are we still on track with our our goal? And when I was in undergraduate school, um, I honestly do not remember a single time when I made an appointment to speak with my advisor. Never. I don't even know who it was. Um, <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't admit this, but anyways, it's all in the past. Um, and to me, meeting with your advisor, your academic advisor, or in LCMC's case, us, the staff and the teacher and everything, um, helps you to stay on that track. And so in my undergraduate experience, I changed my, well, first I waited a really long time to choose my major, and then I changed the major, and because I never checked in, it took me an extra semester and probably a lot of extra money out of my parents' pockets that they didn't really have (laughs) to get to that final goal. Um, But it's, I don't know, I guess it was like, you know, too many detours. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> too many detours along the way because I didn't have my my goal clear in my mind. And yeah. so, uh, yes, I got my degree, but it took a lot longer, took a lot more money. Um, and that was a stretch for my parents. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> embarrassing, but I learned from it. I did yeah. a lot better on my on my other degree. Yeah, and it can be challenging. I remember when I was an undergrad, each student had four separate advisors for four different, you know, vague branches of the university. And that was kind of, you know, the first barrier was figuring out, like, who do I need to talk to about a certain thing? Because there's four of them. But I think it's an important lesson that, um, you know, in life, it's not often we get people like that, um, or rather it's important to identify when you have people like that that allow you to kind of, check up on your goals and they might even in the case of a college advisor um, or a teacher in a classroom, they'd set goals for you. Um, So I do think that's a really important uh, story. So thank you for sharing. Definitely. And Um, it's funny to me that you, I'm sure the listeners may not know, but I'm quite a bit older than Jeremiah. And so it's funny to me that Jeremiah had four advisors and I can't even tell you if I had one advisor. So maybe the system has gotten a little bit better in terms of helping students with their goals. Maybe, maybe. It was, you know, I, I, I can say I never talked to three of them, right? Um, I Off the top of my head, we had a major advisor who was the one I talked to because they were the one that could um, 
just like in your case, they, they'd tell me what classes I need to take to not, you know, to, to graduate on time. Right. Um, and then we had a financial advisor and we had an administrative advisor and then we had one other one. And I, I the fact that I can't remember is pretty telling, but I'll... <laughs> That's impressive. That's yeah. impre- it kind of sounds like an LCMC structure where we have a lot of people who can help the students on in various different uh, goals and categories of their yeah. progress. And that's one thing, thing I will say. I, <laughs> I won't. I won't name my alma mater, but um, th- those advisors. There were four of them, and they were pretty inflexible in what they could do. So if you made an appointment and went to the wrong one, they they couldn't really help you out. But that's something I love about LCMC is that we all do a lot of different stuff and we wear a lot of different hats. And you know, if you go to somebody, even if they're not technically the right person to help you with something, the attitude here I think is very positive and. You know, if the person you talk to can't help you, they'll help you find the person who can. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And so, so to wrap things up here, because I want to keep it short and sweet, um, I mentioned earlier, you know, there, there's a type of person or in a type of mindset where, you know, if you miss a goal, it's disastrous, right? You know, you, you know, I, I've, I've met people who, you know, they mess something up in the morning and they're like, well, the whole day's a wash, you know, <laughs> oh, throw no. it out and start over. Um, so, so what you, would you say to people that, that kind of get down when, um, you know, they set a goal and they miss it? Because, you know, we, we know it's not the end of the world, but, but sometimes it seems that way. Right. I would say, kind of like I said earlier, that we learn as much from our mistakes and our detours or side trips as we do from our successes, and it's all a part of the process. Learning is a process, and, yeah, you, you definitely want to have some goals so that you can get where you want to be six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. But... Don't throw away the baby with the bathwater or whatever that that <laughs> analogy is um, because those experiences that you have along the way, those detours, those side trips, those mistakes teach you something too. They're all valuable. And I think if you stick too much to the, I keep going back to the roadmap analogy, but but it, it's strong for me when I'm teaching. If you if you go on a trip and you only follow the roadmap, you're going to miss a lot of really cool things along the way that you could have seen if you put that roadmap in the in the uh, glove box <laughs> now and then uh, and take some detours, make some mistakes, and learn from them. And the experiences will make your process and you richer um, and more knowledgeable about yourself and whatever it is you're trying to get to in the end. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> That's my take. All right. Well, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, Ruth, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, to you listeners, I'm Jeremiah. This is the C2C Classroom 2 Community Podcast, and I hope you'll join us next time. Thank you for listening.